Mr. Mario Gomez. We are here because we're going to be talking to you about season changes. Hey, you guys remember that song? Season changes. Uh, no, I was thinking more of Scorpions, Winds of Change. You don't remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, you I like that. I like that one better. Okay, okay. so seasons okay. changes because... Sometimes we're in a season, and we're going to explain what that means. So if you've never joined us before, my name is Candy again, Candy in the Neighborhood, and this is Pastor Mario Gomez, and we do something like this. In the comments, you are to put where you're watching, We where are you tuning in from? Let us know, city and state, and if you're in Bakersfield, because we're coming to you live from Bakersfield, California, let us know what side are you watching from the east side, east side, west side, Rosedale. Kalispell. Um, hey, Kalispell, Montana is here. Yeah, so just let there. us know where you're watching from. Vicki, thank you for always, always being a faithful watch watcher. She tunes in like every week. Thank you, Kara from Red Bluffs. So we're going to be talking about season changes today um so mario's going to give us some scripture and what this means yeah definitely today's scripture we're going to go over ecclesiastics chapter 3 verses 1 through 8 and uh first of all there's a time for everything Mm -hmm. so right now i'm not sure what season you're in but there's a time for everything and it reads uh For a time, everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to harvest, a time to kill, and a time to heal. Uh, A time to tear down, a time to build up, a time to cry, and a time to laugh, a time to grieve, and a time to dance. How many of you, I know you like to dance. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, a time to dance, uh, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet, a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. So as you know... Um, And this is found in the book of Ecclesiastics. As you know, we're all going through different seasons. You might be coming out of a rough one. You might be coming out of of, uh, a victorious season. Mm -hmm. But today we're going to deal with uh, different seasons of life. And Candy's going to talk about uh, seasons that she's just been into maybe recently or in the past. Well, seasons... Every season in your life, you need to know that they have a meaning. Anything that you go through is not in vain. So there's a time of grief. There's a time for pain. There's a time for joy. There are seasons. And um, my life was, the last four years have been uh, some tough, rough seasons. So it seemed like I had um, a trial, a trial, a trial. One after another, one after another, like, you know that saying, when it rains, it pours? It's been coming like that, and then boom, I'll have a victory. They were kind of small victories. Um, And then boom, again, a season of pain, suffering, pain, suffering, and boom, a victory. And then pain and suffering and pain and suffering, and boom, a victory. So I was like dang, when is my season going to come that I'm blessing, 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 and maybe a little small struggle? Well, that time is now. That time is now. This year has started where I've had victory after victory after victory. And we were talking about it. Me and Mario were talking about it. And he's all like, are you waiting for the trial? Are you waiting for the suffering to come in? And I'm like, no, I ain't waiting for it. Well, yeah, because and not only that, I mean, and the reason why I asked her that is because there's times where I'm now in the victory stage. I'm like victory, victory, victory. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we're so used to the mindset of uh, something's going to happen, you Mm -hmm. know, or this, this is too good to be true. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I go to that mindset of, okay, there should be a trial coming around the corner. Well, now my mindset is changing. And because I do believe that this is a time 
for victory for us. This is a time of victory for me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the last five years for me have been very challenging. A lot of trials. Mm-hmm. Um, but just recently, it's been victory after victory. And it's a good time. It's a good yeah, season. it is. Now, without the seasons of change, I mean, think about the trials. Think about the trials that you've been through. What I mean, what has like, it made you like in comparison or let's even go on who you were just last year to now. What has the seasons done to you? Well, one, I've had heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. And so you would think anybody that thinks that if you're I should say if you don't have Christ behind you, if you don't have if you're not rooted in Christ, then those heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak could make you weak. But those heartbreaks made me stronger in Christ. They made me depend on him even much more. And in that, my faith increased. And I seen God as, as um, he became different things in different seasons for me. At one point, I needed peace so bad. When my child passed away, I needed peace. And he became... My prince of peace. Because I had um, a peace that surpasses all understanding. Meaning I didn't understand it. I didn't understand why I felt peace in the midst of my grieving. You know. And, and I still can't get over it. I still can't get over it. It's like I had a 10 year old child that passed away. But yet how did I get through it? I got through it because God got me through it. He was my prince of peace. You know, there's been time where I've been caught up in lawsuits just recently. All these lawsuits hitting boom, 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 boom. Finding myself in court. I would get served with one lawsuit, then another lawsuit, then another lawsuit. And finally, the Lord was my attorney. He was my fighter. He protected me no matter what it was. And I used to ask the Lord in those times, like, what did I do? Yeah. Did I do something? Because, you know, sometimes we do things to contribute right. also. Decisions. So I, yeah, we decisions did decisions we and make. choices. And so I had to repent for those decisions and those choices that I made. Right. But, you know, when you don't have, when you, sometimes you're doing, you do the right thing for the wrong reasons. And I caught myself doing the right things for the wrong reasons. And I was in a season of pain for my bad decisions. Right. And even in that season that I was paying for my bad decisions, the Lord just swooped me up and protected me. Right. And, and what, what happens to the viewers that are out there or the people that are out there that maybe you didn't make bad decisions? Maybe life just has happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe things have happened to you that you're like, man, I didn't ask for this. Yeah. I didn't ask to be sued. I didn't ask mm-hmm. to get divorced. I didn't ask to lose my child. I didn't ask to catch a flesh-eating virus. Yeah. I didn't ask to lose my job. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for these things. What happens in those seasons and those times? Well, first of all, religious people might tell you, oh, well, those things happen to you because you have sin in your life Not. or this or that or the other. Religious people will tell you these things. But according to the book of Job, we understand that it says that Job, I mean, he lost everything in a day, even where his wife is like, just curse God already. Like, man, just just blame him. Curse God already. Well, what happens when things happen to you that you did not ask for? Yeah. Or decisions that you did not make? Exactly. And so in these seasons, can we just believe that, man, the Lord didn't allow me to go through these things to kill me. Yeah. He's allowed me to go through these things because he wants to form me and mold me to look more like him. Amen. Yes, because these things, good or bad, whatever's coming, coming at you, good or bad. The Bible says in Romans that all things work for the good, good or bad things, doesn't matter. All things work for the good. For those who love the Lord. So it doesn't matter. And so when, when he's talking about. Sometimes there are things that happen to you. Right. That you did not ask for. You are not sinning. They are a test. They're not a punishment. They're a test to see how. What's going to come out. What's in here. What's What faith do you have. The faith that you have in here is going to be tested. Right. 
So And is it if you're one of the persons that out that is out there that your faith has been shaken in this season. It's when we are shaken and what comes out that shows what's inside of mm-hmm. us. That's mm-hmm. a measure to what how strong our faith is yeah. and where it lies in. Yeah. And so it's it's difficult. I, I mean, uh, one of my we were talking about earlier is um, seasons, and a lot of times what happens is uh, I don't know about you, but I'm a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. It's difficult for change. Yeah. Um, Candy knows, like, my life is planned out, like, a month in advance. And then Candy comes into my life and wrecks all of that, you know? And so it's very, it was very difficult for me in seasons to change, it, you know? And sometimes I would get irritated or something like that. Now I'm getting used to it. Is it still planned out a month in advance? Yes. But I'm learning in seasons and in times to be more flexible, Yeah. to be flexible. And it doesn't always have to go my way or Mm -hmm. the way I think it should go. So in these seasons and times, the cool thing about seasons is this, is that seasons end. Yes. And new seasons begin. Yes. And so that's the awesome part. And I look, I don't know about you guys, but I look forward to spring because in springtime, a lot of cool things happen. Hi, mom. Hi, Angie. Hi, Angie. I love you, my love. (laughs) So um, I look forward to springtime. Why else springtime? Because Dodgers report to camp. And so I'm a big time Dodger fan. So we're talking about seasons. And as we talk about seasons tonight, can you first look at, 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 when we read the word of God, we have to first look at it in the spiritual. Yes. The spiritual world is more real than me and Candy sitting here and you guys listening. So first look at it spiritually in your life and then look at it in the physical. Yes. Okay. So Candy's going to go ahead and take the, the we're going to do three topics, three mm-hmm. topics of scripture that we just, we just read. And Candy's going to take the first one. And the first one is to, bor- uh, to be born and to die. This mm-hmm. is the first season that we're going to go over. Yeah. So there is a, time to be born and there is a time for death and one thing about us human beings we rejoice in the birth we rejoice when there's a baby being born and um and we mourn and cry and and suffer so much when someone dies and i was a labor and delivery um nurse for years so I seen, actually I was trying to calculate it, and I, I seen prob- most likely over 3,000 births in my, in my time as a labor and delivery nurse. And I know I myself delivered at least 30 of those babies. Um, we used to, I used to work night shifts. So night shifts, sometimes the doctors wouldn't get there and we would end up, um, having a nurse delivery. So in that time I had delivered many babies by myself. And, um, now that moment is so precious. It's a miracle. And this baby comes born into this world and everybody is happy. There's not one person in that room that is sad They are crying, but those are tears of joy. And what happens in Ecclesiastes 7.1, it says, A good reputation is better than expensive pleasures. The day someone dies is better than the day you were born. Are you listening? That the day you die is better than the day you are born. And we can't see it because we see it in the physical instead of what's happening in the spiritual. And you see, we can either look at it in the physical, let's look at birth and death in the physical, and let's look at birth and death in the spiritual. Physical birth is a person being born into this world. Physical death is a fleshly death. Your flesh, your body dies. And it's a separation from the soul from the body a spiritual death is called a rebirth born again what we say a born again christian 
It's a spiritual birth. You were already born physical. Now there's another birth, which is called the rebirth. This is where the Bible tells us that in John chapter four, Nicodemus said, um, you know, he comes to meet Jesus at night and Jesus tells him to enter the kingdom of God. You must be born again. And he says, how can I be born again? I'm a grown man. What am I going to enter my mother's womb? How can I do this? He's but you must be born of the water and of the spirit. We have to be born of the water and of the spirit. This is a rebirth. And, and you know, when it says that whoever is in Christ, they are a new creation. This is a rebirth, a new birth, a second birth. A spiritual death is separation from God. It's the soul being separated from God for eternity. And it's the opposite of the birth, the rebirth. It's how do we enter the kingdom of heaven? Well, we must be reborn again. Well, how do you not enter the kingdom of heaven? Is the spiritual death. So you can choose to be born twice and die once. Or be born once and die twice. Which is a physical and a spiritual death. That is your choice. And so we have to change the way we see death. Because death is the only way we can get to the Father. Yeah. And, And it's difficult for... A lot of us, you know, to look at death that way. I mean, you guys know just recent, well, back in August, my dad passed away. My dad had been sick for a very long time. And I remember the day that actually my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, it was to the point of, you know, for me, it was, it was heartbreaking. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I would never wish my dad back. Yes. I would that would be so selfish. My dad was sick for so long and the word of God says that God prepared a place for him. Yes. He prepared a place for my dad. Like the minute that he passed away, he was in God's hands. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that that comforted me, that brought me peace. That was the only thing that can bring bring me peace. Do I miss him? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was my first father's day without my dad. But at the same time, I know that the word of God says, you know what? He can't come to me, but I could go to him. Amen. And so that is an awesome hope that we do have when we look at, you know, birth and death. And that's Mm going to move us right into number two. Uh, The second thing we're going to deal with is to kill and to heal. And when I read and I started studying for this, a lot of it had to do with my, my, my mindset to kill my mindset that, that isn't good or an attitude that isn't good, mm-hmm. ways that are not good. Mm-hmm. There's things that had to be removed, that had to be uh, dealt with. And if you look in scripture where uh, Elijah... Um, is getting ready to go out and do his his mission um what he did it says that he was plowing mm-hmm. and what he did was he used all those tools of the time he got all those tools and he burned it he burned it and the reason why he burned it it's significant of the holy spirit power in his life that is going to do away with past things so that he could move forward. So uh, to viewers and people that are listening out there, what stinking thinking or bad attitudes do we have right now that need to be burned by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to need to be killed and put out and put aside so that you could move forward? Because the word of God also says that mm-hmm. his blessings are new every morning. Yes. His blessings yes. are new every morning. And I want that. I want that in my life. I don't want to get old and stale and go off of my past. I don't know if you've ever hung around with people that were like, yeah, when I was in high school, they're like 43. When I was in high school, I was this and I was that and I was this. Yeah, that's amazing and good. But God has something awesome, new and amazing for you. Now we understand the word of God says there's nothing new under the sun to him, but there's new there, there's a new mindset that he has for us. Yes. There's a godly mindset that he has for us. Or you could continue in your stinking thinking and continue to move forward and just be all, woe is me, and live life like yeah. that. So right now we're looking at killing, 
and healing. Now, there's a time of healing that we need in our lives. And a lot of time, this is very difficult for us. We're yeah. talking about that. Um, and, and if you want to take healing, and then, and then I'll bring it back to me. Well, there's a lot of places in my life that the Lord had to heal me. We were talking about a lot of my childhood. I have awesome things that happened in my childhood, but I had a lot of things that were really um, not good. There was hurtful. a lot. There were very hurtful. Yeah, there she was, a was, lot she of, was sharing them to me. I was like, oh man, yeah. a lot tough. of abuse. There was abuse. There was sexual abuse. There was. Um, I lost trust in men. There, you know, and, and what happens is a lot of us women and men too have been sexually abused by family members and we can't talk about it because it's almost as if they can believe the pervert, the pedophile more than they can believe the child. It's easier to not believe the child because then you have to deal. You have to deal with this person that was so nice because usually pedophiles are really nice and kind and they love children and hold children on their lap, but they're perverts. And there was a lot of things that were done to me as a child that I could not, I could not trust them in. And God had to heal those places in my heart. God had to heal me so I could be free. You see, me hating them or me, um, um, you know, not forgiving them was hurting me. And when I forgave them, truly forgave every person that has hurt me. And I had to go into my childhood. I'm talking about when I was five years old, when I was 11 years old. I had to go back to those places. And God had to heal my heart yeah. in those places. And with that freedom, I have gone through so much last year. Last year was the time of, of healing because God was dealing with me. He would take me back to things that happened to me at five years old. But today I'm free. And now I understand I did nothing I what can a five year old do so a man could try and touch her? And I was embarrassed and felt as if I did something to cause that man to be attracted to me at five years old. And I was embarrassed and ashamed. And now I am free. I did nothing. I did nothing to cause him to do that, but be a child. And I was violated and I'm free now and I could talk about it. And I'm good. And that was a time of healing. So last year was a lot of healing for me. And today I am free. Yeah. I'm grateful yeah. that my Heavenly Father, yes, that He's just freed me and wanted to show me. And you know what? I truly forgive. I truly forgive the people that sexually abused me. I truly forgive them because hurt people hurt people. And most likely, they were sexually abused too. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and on that note, I mean... <laughs> As you could tell, it was a pretty rough conversation. Yeah, we were having uh, a tough conversation before before we came on. You know, we were talking, we were going over over the the show, and so yeah, last year for me it was really tough. I was, uh, you know, I'd just come off of losing my dad, my best friend. You know, and before that, I had lost my other best friend, my brother. You know, he died in a car accident when he was seventeen, and so this thought came to my mind. Of like, man, maybe I shouldn't just get close to anybody mm -hmm. because anybody that I get close to, maybe they're going to be taken away. Yeah. And that whisper came to my ear. Well, I'll just be standoffish. I, w I won't lend myself to people, you know, mm -hmm. and that's a lie. It's a lie straight from the pits of hell. So as I'm sitting at New Life Church, it was a new, it was a new place for it, for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I could remember thinking and Pastor James just saying, hey, Mario, right now is a time for healing. You're bleeding out. Like, I don't know anybody else who has been through what you've been through in the last five years, from a flesh-eating virus to a divorce to your dad dying. I mean, just one thing after the other. Things that I didn't ask for. And so it was hurtful to me. I remember sitting there. We are talking yeah. about I remember sitting there at New Life and just like, man... Like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not serving. I'm just, like, there. And you know what? That was okay. Yeah. I needed, I needed time to sit and to heal. 
I was in no way able to pastor. Mm -mm. I did not have empathy or sympathy for anybody at that time because I was so hurt. Mm -hmm. I was, man, I was bleeding out. And it was a time of healing. And now I could sit back and I could thank, you know, my senior pastor, Pastor James, my, my mentor of, hey, you need to heal. Mm-hmm. Just sit back, relax, and when it's time, mm-hmm. you'll know. Yes. And now I'm here. Now I'm like, dude, man, just victory after victory. Like, mm-hmm. everything's going good. I got an awesome job. My kids are doing good. I'm doing good. I'm going through my credentials to to be a pastor through the four, four square, square denomination. Yeah. I mean, just one... Me and Candy now. I mean, we're hanging out. I mean, it's an amazing thing. A lot of good things are happening. Yeah. But it's seasons. Things come in seasons. And so Candy's going to go with our number three, and it is to cry and laugh. Yes. There is a time to cry, and there is a time to laugh. And yes, we love to laugh and have a good time, but I'm going to talk a little bit about crying because there's a benefit. Oh my God, there is an awesome benefit when you're mourning and you're crying. Trust me. It says that he takes every tear, every tear, and and he's going to wipe them all away. And the Bible says in Matthew 5, 4, that it says, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. The comforter himself will comfort you. You see, sometimes when we're laughing and having a good time, we don't seek him the same. But when we are in pain and crying, we cry out to him. We cry out to him like, Lord, Father, help me. Abba, Father, help me. We cry out to him. So it's good for us to be in pain because we seek him out. We call on him. We depend on him. Other times, We're independent. We want to do it on our own. It's going well. I don't need him right now. I forget about God. Sometimes when I'm in, everything's all good. Yeah, in the victory season. Yeah. When you're in the victory season. Sometimes you'll forget. And so when you're in that valley, oh, you're calling on him. So it's good. It's good to go through mourning. It's good to go through suffering. And actually, we need suffering. We need crying. We need that pain. In Romans Um, Chapter 5, verse 3, it says, We rejoice in our suffering. Rejoice in your suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance. You want to run this race? You need endurance. And suffering produces endurance. It's not how fast you get there. It's that you get there. And you need endurance to finish the race. And this life is a race. If you haven't got figured that out, this life is a race. Yeah. And and the crazy part about that is the cool part about it is that you might be, you know, listening like, how could you like rejoice in affliction? Mm -hmm. How could you rejoice? And I'll be the first one to say is that, you know what, there are some times where I'd complain like, man, Lord, don't you see me? Man, Lord, like, don't you know what this would do to me? Of course he knows. Of course he sees you. He sees all things, right? But I would ask these things instead of the the best question that you could ask. Lord, what are you trying to teach me in this season? When my mindset changed from what are you trying to teach me in this season? Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of complaint, how many of us know? Like, man, we can't stand complainers. You can't stand your kids when they're constantly complaining. We know in the Bible what happens to people who complain, right? It's 40 years. It takes you longer to get to that point. Instead of saying, okay, Lord, I'm in a storm. I'm in a season. What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to teach me in this season? And that has helped me out quite a bit. To say, okay, I get it. I understand why. Like right now, I sign mm-hmm. candy. Like I'm usually gone Monday through Friday. I'm gone. I'm working. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm by myself. I'm by myself. I'm away from my family. I'm away from everybody. But why did he have me in it? Why did, and I couldn't stand it at first. But why did he have me? Why does he have me in this season now? Mm-hmm. It's so that my ear could be in tune with what he would 
have me do in this coming season. Yeah. Because it says that he guides the steps of a righteous man. Mm -hmm. So I have to be able to hear my ear has to be tuned to him. It's easy to tune it to my mom. Mm -hmm. It's easy to tune it to my friends, Angel and Sandra. It's easy to tune it into Pastor James. And yeah, those are important people in my life to can be. But how much more? A lot of us, we would rather go to other places. But you know what? I need a, a God word. Yeah. I need a word from God so that I could move forward and do what he has called me to do. And yes. some of you need a God word in your life. Yes. Some of you need a God word in your life mm-hmm. so that you, your, your steps could be guided. Yeah. And so go ahead. No, you know, and that you said that, how can we rejoice? We would be able to rejoice if we could see the spiritual outcome of our trial. Right. If we could see the spiritual outcome of the trial that you're going through right now or the one that you went through last year, if you could really see it, you would rejoice because everybody wants spiritual growth, right? We want to grow spiritually, right? Who doesn't want to grow spiritually? Well, let me tell you that to grow spiritually, you have to suffer. You have to go through some pain because it says in James 1 that when we suffer, that our faith is tested and that if we let it, if we let it go through, and we just stick with it and push perseverance perseverance right. means push stand strong unmovable unshakable anchored. If you, yeah you're anchored, anchored. in his faith it, yeah you will not you're unmovable it might hit you and sway you a little bit you're like whoa that hurt but you're unmovable you're unshakable so when these sufferings come in and you're anchored into him it says you would need nothing there's a spiritual growth. You would need nothing because you got everything. Nobody could touch you. The devil comes and sees you. He'll be scared of you. Yeah. Why? Because your faith already been tested. You're like, baby, I got this. And so that's why we need pain and suffering. And they're not just these little boo-boo pains. He comes and hits us with big guns. Right. He hits us with big guns, real trials, real tribulations. When your child passes away or... Erica is on right now. Erica, where's Erica in the block? She's going through it right now. And I'm here to tell you, you stay anchored. No matter what it looks like, no matter what Satan is is whispering in your ear, you stay anchored. Because you are going to let perseverance take its course and you shall need nothing. Right. Nothing. Yeah, and it's that tenacity that comes out of the fight. When you've been in struggles and you've been in affliction, there's a tenacity that's built inside of you. Now I know, I mean, that you know, like I told you guys, like five years ago, I contracted that flesh-eating virus, you know, eight surgeries in eight days. I'm mm-hmm. hours away from death. I have a tenacity now to fight. Yeah, I have a tenacity now to get healthy, for my blood sugars to go down, for my you know health to get better, to eat better, to lose the weight. I have a tenacity, a fight. And that only comes from, that only comes from seasons uh, of affliction. Yes. And and, it, and it's difficult sometimes, and it's hard for us. Were, are there were there times of worry? Yes. Were there times of stress? Yes. But my faith was anchored in Christ, and I wasn't going to be moved. And yeah. I we and you even become that much more stronger in, in Him. In Christ. In Christ. In Christ. In Christ. It's not coming from you. (laughs) It's coming from him. Him and you because he's going to work through you. In you and through you. And guess what? Your testimony is going to help somebody out. So let's talk about the other side. The laughter, the joy that comes with Christ. Yeah, we go through suffering. Yeah, we go through pain. But it says that, you know, all that joy, that suffering, that cry will come at night. But Joy comes in the morning. Rejoicing comes in the morning because we have a dark season and we have a light season. And our joy comes from the Lord. Right. You see, it's not changeable because God is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. So it's saying that God is our joy. So it's something stable, consistent. Right. right. So if our joy comes from anything else, then it's like a roller coaster up and down, up and down. 
But if your joy comes from the Lord, it's consistent. So all hell could be breaking loose all around you, but you still have this joy in your heart. And we have many testimonies. You might not think that it's a lot. Like we've heard so many stories just from from us doing this and the podcast. Candy and the Shay, Shay, you are a testimony. Keep on fighting. Keep on fighting. You are a testimony. She is fighting anxiety. She said in two weeks, in two weeks, she's feeling the joy of the Lord, crying out to God. Shay, you keep on doing that. You keep on doing that. You are a testimony. And someone, one day, you will be talking to them. And they are going to come to Christ because of what you have to say. Right. And that's what we're doing here. Freedom. There is freedom in Christ. There is freedom in Christ. Yeah, definitely. And the the last thing we're going to talk about is laughing. And um, it was funny. We, we want to tell you guys a story. Oh, yeah. Um, so one day Candy noticed that... Uh, Trina, we're praying for you, Trina. We'll be praying for you. Yeah. And you too, Shay. Yeah. Alicia. Thank you, guys. But yeah. we're going to tell you this funny story. Okay, so it's about laughing. And um, there's a... Candy noticed that I didn't laugh that much. I wasn't mm-hmm. committed to laughing. Mm-hmm. And um, I... I honest, don't know if that was a real thing, but I just told them one day, you ain't committed to laughter. Yeah, and I I was like, yes, I am. And so what I did was mm-hmm. I even went on Netflix and I put on, like, um, comedian stuff. And um, the most that I ever laugh, I would I would just do this. I'd be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> That was it. That was it. That was like the the most I laughed. And so Candy surprised me and you could take over the story from there. Okay, so I noticed I put on a a comedy. I think it was a stand-up yeah. comedy. I'm busting up, like just a laughing, and all he would do was go <laughs> I'm like, "What is up with you? Like are you listening?" And then he thought I was fake laughing. Yeah. As if that's a thing to do. Who fake laughs? I, I mean, know. I mean, that's what Chata tells me that sometimes I'll be like, <laughs> okay, there's the fake laugh when you're like, <laughs> no, but I'd be busting up. So I'm like, why would you think that when we're watching stand up comedy, yeah. I would fake laugh? Who does that? I don't know. So I was really laughing. And it he's just, like, her laugh seems so ridiculous. Like, I was like, is she really laughing at that? Really? Yeah. Oh, dang. I didn't know my laugh was ridiculous. No, no, like not like normal, but we're watching comedy and it was like she was laughing a lot. <laughs> and mind you, it's me cuz I'm not la- I'm not laughing at, at all. all. I'm like I I I was trying to think it was funny and it was it just wasn't funny to me. But go ahead. Yeah, it wasn't funny at all. So, um I said, "No, you know what? I need to break him out of this." What do I need to do? Now, I remembered in nursing school, we used to, um, we learned about different types of healing, like stressor reliever, stress relievers, like um, massage, um, uh, breathing techniques. And then I remembered one, laughing yoga, which has nothing to do with yoga. It's called laughing yoga, but you don't do yoga. So I find a class. I said, oh, there's one in L.A., I'm going to take him. I said, I'm going to take you on a surprise um, date. You know, I'm going to take you. And so at this time we were just friends, but I just said, I got to get this man out of his grumpiness. He's, he's grumpy and we need to get him to laugh, like lighten up. So take him over there. And he starts in, he's like yoga. Um, we're going to do yoga. And I had already I thought told- we were going to go like, she, she's like, oh, you got to wear your workout clothes. So I, I thought we were going to like. Clothes go mountain biking or like rock climbing like do something like some real stuff she takes me to laughing yoga anyways go ahead so we go in there and everybody is happy they're just happy they're hugging us i'm hugging them back i'm a hugger if you yes if you hug me i'm hugging you if you're like kind of a little bit standoffish and you just give me a hand i'll give you a hand but you got to be careful with me because i'm coming in for the hug i'm trying to come in for the hug i'm trying to share the love so and I'm totally Mark, the yes. opposite. I'll I'll shake your hand. I, sometimes I wish I was of Asian descent because it would be easier for me to bow to you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so we go in and already Mario is uncomfortable. Mind you, our good, good friends, Angel and Sandra, had 
we had just talked to them and I had already told them what I was going to do. And they're like, record it. But I was like, I don't think I could record it. So they were going to Pismo that weekend. So he's all like in there thinking, yeah. what is going on? So he's just, you know, you know how Mario's head starts just making up stuff. And we start off with, we're going to start an exercise. This whole time, we will be laughing. You can join us laughing. This class is laughing yoga. So he looks at me like. So I'm busting from the get go because of his facial expression. So I'm like, what is all this? So I'm busting up from the get go because he's looking at me like, where did you bring me? And I'm going to kill you when we're done. So it starts off the first the first first exercise was saying a laughing he he ho ho he he ho ho he he ho ho dude, dude serious <laughs> that was the first exercise so this whole time i think that i think that i'm getting punked i'm waiting for angel and sandra I, honestly i think they're like in the back room or behind mirrors cuz there's mirrors all around and I think that I'm getting punked. <laughs> I'm looking at Candy, and Candy's a participator. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. When we go to the Dodger Stadium, I don't do the wave. I do. She does. She, you know, she yells charge. I mm-hmm. don't do any of that stuff. I go, and I just sit there and chill. I'm not a participator. No, and so he's sitting there like this with his arm. I mean, standing there with his arm crossed. The only one with his arms crossed. We're all going hee hee ho ho hee hee ho ho. We're participating and he's not. So I was like, what is going on? So then the next one was we were going to go up to each other and say beep beep like speed runner. Yeah. Beep beep. And so he's all like are you? he looks at me because I didn't want to even stand next to him because he was looking mad. So I was way another cross and he looks at me. He's like, are you serious like he's getting mad so i then <laughs> i had to run up to him and go beep beep and Wait. then that's when he's like <laughs> in defense there's random strangers walking up to you going beep beep in your face people i don't know they were I, fun uh, they were so much they fun. were so nice we'll yes. get to that point. okay Anyways. so so everybody's going up to Mario going beep beep and Mario's just like this and so finally I go up and I'm like beep beep but then I started you know a little hood started coming out I'm getting mad because I'm like I done brought you all the way over here so you can have a cara de fuchi do you know what a cara de fuchi is like you smelling poop like that I said no you're going to participate so he's all like no are you serious right now Candy Are this is not cool are you recording me is Angel and Sandra in the back? He was like dead serious. And I was like, no, this is legit. This is real. And so he's, and I went away and I said, beep, beep. And I was gone. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, man. Beep, beep. And I left. I said, I'm going to participate. If you don't want to participate, that's your thing. I'm not going to, I'm not coming here to waste my time. I'm in laughing yoga and I'm going to laugh and I'm going to have fun. So finally, Mario starts participating. I started participating because I felt bad. I didn't I didn't do it because I wanted to. I did it because I felt bad. Because Candy took me all that way, surprised me. Who surprises somebody with laughing yoga, especially if they don't commit to laugh? Me. Right? Candy. So anyways, so we're there and we're doing more exercises. Oh, we had that's a, when you did the, the back. The back yeah. thing. Okay, okay, you had to touch a random person on their back and then act like you're pulling a string. You remember those dolls? You pull a string and as you let it go, as you let it go, then you would have to make like a weird noise. Whatever noise that came to you. So some people would pull and they would be like, ha 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 ha. And that was to give you, you know, the, the ammo to go. And then you start moving. So someone had to pull your string and make a noise so you can go. So Mario didn't want to pull the man's string. I didn't even want to touch his shoulder. I said, put your hand on his shoulder and pull the string. So I was pulling the string and I was going, so then Mario starts pulling the string. And what did you do, Mario? What noise did you make? I can't even remember. It was all low. It's like, meow. Uh, No, what did you do? I don't know. Oh, you went. 
Rune. Or yeah, something, like, something that. like that. Mario did. Rune. Rune. So the little old man in front of him starts moving because he's making he's pulling a string. So Mario's like, "This is so dumb." I'm like, "No, you need to laugh." So it's so it's so dumb. Like it's funny. By the time you're done, everybody is laughing. We're dying. We don't even know what we're laughing at. I was. We're laughing, laughing because other people are laughing. And then I turn around and I look at I look at Mario, and Mario is looking like this. So I'm laughing even... I can't stop laughing because Mario looks so serious and he's the only one that's serious in laughing yoga. We're going live, guys. We're going live, baby. And so at the end... Um, so then I think it was the last one. You were really in it now. Yeah. The last one. So the last one was awesome. It was football, monkey football. And so Mario got really into it because he likes sports. Yeah, so I, this was my thinking. I was like, all right, now I could jack up some people, right? Because I'm like, we're going to get physical, you know, and I'm like, all right, now we're going to see, or I guess we're supposed to laugh. Well, they didn't tell me, they waited for me to get all excited about monkey football. These were the rules. You have to act like a monkey as you play football now these are grown people that you've never met you've never hung out with and you so there's a group of like 30 people acting and jumping around like monkeys <laughs> basically you're playing like keep away with it with uh you know like a rally monkey and your pat so i i was like all right i i'll i'll participate at this time so they it ended up they threw it to me. Now, mind you, the whole time, you know, I have, like, the the arms crossed, you know? They he threw it pro- to me. Yeah. So I catch it, and I just chuck it as far as I could, you know? And and um, Candy's jumping around. She's number one participator, MVP of Laughing Yoga. And... I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ah, 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 yeah. yeah. Acting like it. a monkey. So then I was like, all right, I'll participate. So, go ahead, Candy. So... I, I go up and I'm starting to get upset again. I'm like, man, Mario, like, just try it. Like, really? What? This is the last exercise. So he's sitting over there and he's kind of like swaying back and forth. Like he wants to and he doesn't want to. So I was like, man. So I go up to him and I'm like, ooh, 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 ah, 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 ah. so I'm like acting like a monkey and I'm, you know, scratching myself. And then he looks at me and I'm like, dude, are you not going to participate? He's all like, I am participating. And he's swaying back and forth. He's like, I'm a silver back gorilla oh my god i'm a silverback gorilla i was like what do your thing then boo do your thing do your thing silverback yeah so so then after that i felt bad because like seriously the lord's like convicting me i'm like all these people are smiling they have joy they're happy how many times have you walked into a church and people are not joyful are not happy they're just like dude they're miserable it seems like they don't even want to be there yeah right so here i'm like what's wrong with me that number one i can't be laughing or participating with good joyful people because they were so nice and they were trying they would walk up to me mm-hmm. and try and hug me and i would just yeah. bow <laughs> i would just i'd be like we ain't hugging bro yeah we're i'm bowing yeah because there was one where you could go up to each other you would go up to each other to see if you trusted each other and you could either hug shake hugging. hands or bow why was mario doing a bow to everybody I'm like, you are so mean. Like, stop. But at the end, he just sat there as we closed it up. We closed it up, and they just thanked me for being MVP, basically. Yeah, she got MVP of the class. She was, like, number one participator, Mm -hmm. right? And I was just Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God. I don't play. 
Which, I don't play. Which even made it more horrible for me because I'm like, man, dude, how in the world could she be like number one laugher for the first time MVP? <laughs> and I'm like the worst. They even made a joke about yeah, me. Yeah, they like, called you a firefighter laugh. Yeah, they're like, Mario has a firefighter laugh. And then they did an impression of me and it was like me with a straight face and my arms crossed. Yes. That's what they call a firefighter laugh. And I said, laugh. dang, they <laughs> yeah. got you right on. They yeah. got you right on. But I said, no, nah, I'm leaving here MVP. I took my title. And so when we went out into the, we went into, we were in his Jeep. So we go outside in the Jeep and then Mario's just like sad face. I'm like, dude, are you still, he's like, why are them people so nice? He's like, I don't even know if they're believers or not, but why are they so nice? And then Mario's like, why aren't more people in the church that nice? They were loving life. They were nice. We don't know if they were believers or not, but they were so kind to us. So kind and so accepting. And even though Mario had his his arms crossed, it was like they respected him. They met him where he was at. They they met him where he was at. That's they, they knew I was a silverback. That's why yeah, I'm they knew this. he was a silverback. Well, one old lady, she was like sixty five or something. Yeah. She was all you know. Her hair was blonde with with um, white. She was uh, up there. She challenged Mario. She yeah. was a gorilla too. Yeah, so in this whole thing, I thought it was about to go down. I was like, <laughs> wait, girl, don't, I'll get crazy. I know you 65 and all, but don't be challenging him like that. Cause she done went up to him and she started going like this to him. Yeah. What did she t- yeah, do to you? Yeah, She's she, like, ooh, 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 ah, ah, Yeah, ah. she pounded her chest. I was like, what? You know, That's what a that, challenge. That means in, in so are, you guys know I'm a, I'm a, bio geek so like silverbacks are amazing animals you know but anyways we we just want to tell you we're gonna end we just want to tell you guys it's important to laugh Mm -hmm. it's super important to laugh and if you don't have anything to laugh about and just think about your life yeah i could look back and i was thinking about my childhood i was thinking about you know laughing yoga you know i told candy i'm like man we need to go back we need to actually take people over there so that they could actually see because i know some people who aren't committed to laughing no and they're most of the people in this class are real are elderly yeah they're elderly they're like 50 plus um there was only a, a few younger people um and we're in our 40s and then there was like maybe a couple of people like in their 20s but it was mostly 50 plus but let me tell you about this man that was a participator in there. And when he started, you know, you just start faking the laugh and eventually you'll laugh. So you can start like, ho, 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 ha, ha, ha. That's how he started. And then by the time we knew it, he was actually laughing. When he came into the class, he was shaking like this. I believe he had Parkinson's. Parkinson's yeah. So that's what it looked like. By the end of the, by the end of the class, after him laughing and laughing, not, his hands were steady steady not a shake so he goes to this laughter class and it helps him with his parkinson's and he starts at least i don't know how long it lasts if it lasts 30 minutes an hour i don't know but it steadies him and it calms him down to the point where he wasn't shaking at all all. all. so laughter oh my god laughter is an awesome awesome healing method it's medicine to your soul yeah and the word of god talks about it you know we just talk about it in the book of ephesians there are times to laugh yeah and so i'd really like for you guys to uh I, I mean, we hope you guys like it. We we want you guys to know. The reason why we do these is it's for freedom, yeah. to help bring freedom to people. And we hope that you guys are finding freedom in, you know, in the video. Please make sure you tag somebody. Uh, put in a comment. We'd like to hear any comments that you have, any good comments. Yes, you know, we, we'd like to you. hear from you guys. Uh, any prayer requests, we'd like to pray for you guys. Continue to pray for Erica and the Ramirez family in yes. Arizona. Um, the man, the babies, that they get returned safely. Yes, in Jesus and, name. Yeah, and we'd like to thank all of our friends and families that are watching from Montana. I saw, I saw Pastor Alex sign on, Pastor Alex Rivera from Lancaster, PA, uh, Donnie from Missouri, uh, everybody from California. God bless you guys. We appreciate you guys. Candy, thank you, Candy. Yeah, for, Candy. For Jerry. Always- 
joining. Jerry, yeah. Alicia, Prima, thank you. Yeah. Thank you all for joining. We love you. God bless you. And you, you could also catch us on, on Anchor and iPod. Uh, if you have an apple, mm-hmm. um, today's being recorded again, so you could check it out there on the podcast. Yeah. So what podcast. you do if you have your iPhone, it'll look purple and it'll say podcast. Click on there, hit search, put Candy in the neighborhood, and you will find us. You'll also find us on Anchor. Um, so for 